Hi folks, Justin Rogers, Bob Wanowski. It's over. Whoa. It's over. Did you know that nobody has won an NFL playoff game more recently than the Detroit Lions? That's true. I haven't seen a game like that in 32 years, J-Rog. I was 10. Yeah, I, I was 8. No, that's not true either. Um, but no, really, it, fantastic atmosphere. Tense, perfect. It really was perfect because Stafford and Goff kind of went back and forth. Absolutely. And it came down to one clutch throw for each one on third down and fourth down for for Stafford. And um, and the and the defense, each defense, the Lions defense especially, made plays at the end. Perfect tension, perfect crowd, unbelievable night. We've seen some good football mm-hmm. between the college. And the pros in this town. Yes, we have. I don't know. The Alabama game was also kind of yep. like that. But, um, look, it it was two very different halves, right? Like it was a uh, shootout, a boat race in the in the first half, and then the second half kind of was a, a defensive struggle. Um, I don't know how many points were scored in the second half. Did you nine? Right? Nine Wasn't it twenty-one seventeen at halftime? And and look the. The Lions, as they often have done this year, their defense, their secondary in particular, has struggled uh, with some of the biggest name receivers in, in football the last month. But when they really needed the plays in the closing minutes, you got the C.J. Gardner-Johnson breakup mm-hmm. in the end zone. Cam Sutton, after giving up a big touchdown early right. in the game against Bukanakua, my favorite name in sports. Um, he, he <laughs> He's gets, pretty damn good. He gets a, a really great defensive play. Right after they had been knocked out of field goal range, would have been a game-winning, right? Or, or sorry, game lead changing, whatever you want to call it, uh, a kick attempt there. So, um, look, it it was it absolutely lived up to its billing. There was a reason this game got put in the the time slot that it did. The narratives were there, the matchup was there, and the 32-year drought is over. The only good game of the weekend, really, of Wild Card Weekend for the NFL, and. The vibe started like early on before that, you know, when the when the Packers beat the Cowboys. So the Lions knew if they win, they'd have another home game. And how the, how weird was it to to hear as that the, the that game was playing on the the jumbo trials? Right. Fans were coming in, and every time the Packers did something well, oh, particularly touchdowns, there was this roar from the crowds, right. and they knew it was at stake. They knew it was a second home game, but it still was. It was a little weird. It was like listening to Michigan State cheer for Michigan or Michigan to cheer for Ohio State. It was just there was an oddness were, to it. They were just girding, girding to um, unleash. Like what, two hours before, hour and a half before the game, they're chanting Jared Goff. And, and never heard that before here, by the way. No, no, and he, had, he had, like Jared Goff. If, if you haven't seen the interviews, said it was an atmosphere unlike anything he'd ever experienced and never had his name chanted like that and you know he didn't he didn't quite get choked up but he was getting to the edge of it how much love he got and he felt and he admitted like during the week with the whole staff he said you know i had to subdue some emotions during the week how could you not i know but he did he did a great job he didn't nobody i mean they the, the team wanted to win for him but he never made it about himself and and i really come down to this he made one more clutch completion than Matthew Stafford did. And that was it. The final one to Amon Ross St. Brown that clinched the game. And here's another thing. They got to clinch the game because the Rams only had one timeout. Why did the Rams only have one timeout left? Because of the crowd. Yep. The crowd had forced them to take a couple times. And you think that's, that's a huge deal. That would not have clinched the game, that one first down, if they had two more timeouts left. So I guess you'd say an all-around effort and just, I don't know, one of the one of the magical nights, I think, 
I mean, Detroit sports history, I've been around for about five or six years or <laughs> Cer- longer. Certainly recent history. I mean, this, yeah, this town is recent history, correct. a drought of unbelievable proportions. But, um, look, I, I, I haven't been great on my individual game pr- projections through the, the year, but this one you kind of nailed. It was about whether you let Stafford have the ball in his hands mm-hmm. at the end or you didn't. Correct. And the Lions all year have had this this four-minute offense, and often it's just been run it down your throat. And I think it was kind of a nice touch that, that Goff had the two first-down completions to, to really seal this game. I mean, it really kind of put a nice little bow on this very storyline heavy game and look it it's not a whole lot different than uh you know being forced to see your ex-spouse or your ex-girlfriend yeah um and with their their new husband in, in matthew stafford i mean that's <laughs> that it, it, it's a very fair comparison I mean, yeah. we know the emotional gut punch he went through when he got traded it was a right. very dark time in his life and clearly three years removed, he's in a much better place. But, like, he still had to see that. And it's, you know, it's like after you get divorced, you go to the gym and you work out and you're in the best shape of your life. This like, is going he, down a dark area. Oh, yeah, but, like, he was so ready to prove to he them, was. you gave up this. And to prove, and this wasn't his uh, main motive. But I think ultimately he wanted to prove to Detroit that, yes, I, I, I want to embrace you. He didn't say these words, but this was the ultimate embrace. You used to, I used to think... It no started way. early in the week, too. It did, but I used to think there's no way he'll ever reach the level of Stafford as far as how much the fans loved him. And in three years, less than 12 years, he's reached it. Now, there will be... Well, he's, he's done things He's Stafford done things that Stafford never did. And the other thing I would add, too, because Stafford had the great Pakua Nakua guy <laughs> catching everything all over the place. That guy. But I'm on Ross St. Brown. And I, and I, They're so like, similar, oh, by the way. Right, They are. Do, do not get fooled by the blue hair. The guy has flair, but he has absolute guts and everything else about him and it made all every clutch catch they needed today um that perfect at the last pass was to amon ross ain't bro he's gonna get so much money oh my goodness yeah first team all and pro. keep the blue hair right i i think that might be short-lived oh you think so you should you should are you will you commit right now hold up your blue cup I'll, that's what I'll color his hair was uh line super bowl win will you go blue hair for a day no. Oh, well, no. No. I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to jinx it. And listen, that's they're going to jinx. That's a uh, that's a yeah, unless they lost. You should do it. Yeah, but next week they get at home Philly or Tampa Bay. And honestly, yeah. either one is winnable, eminently winnable, obviously, either one. I, I think it's very clear the Lions be the favorite in either. Yeah, right? for sure. And and look, they've they've already shown they can beat Tampa Bay. They beat Tampa Bay on the road. It's one of their best defensive performances. Mm-hmm. Had no Jameer Gibbs and lost David Montgomery in the first half of that game. And Jared Goff just steps yep. up and throws a season high. Uh, Philly is reeling, has been reeling for a long time. I, I think that's the opponent you le- less prefer, least prefer. Probably, um, yeah. Just, just because of the potency of that offense if they do get on track. But, man, I'm sorry. Like, we just went through the whole narrative during week. Can we handle a Matt Patricia week? Yeah. Well, it's a different it's that, a different sentiment from the fan base. That's not as big of a ghost as Matthew Stafford, but he's a big ghost. I mean, he's a, he's a very large ghost, uh, um, Matt Patricia. And we'll, we'll see if, if that happens. But 
the one thing that would concern me is if the Eagles find something against Tampa Bay and all of a sudden Jalen Hurts is running around again and all of a sudden their offense looks bad. That, that's the one thing. You're right. You'd rather face Tampa Bay, but let's see how it plays out. You know what the downside of the Tampa Bay matchup is? Hmm. You can't use Tush Push in all your columns through the week. Oh, what do they use? They don't do the Tush thing? No, I don't think they do it. No, that's too bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Really great. And by the way, one last thing. Sam Laporta was ready to go. I know it wasn't 100%, but... I thought this would be Jack Fox conversation. Oh, that too? You're great, you're great punter. punting. The great punter. What did he... Uh, 49.3 yards net average. Very he, nice. He punted... I don't know why we're going to punt row, because, because he played so well. Yeah. Three punts, pinned him 10 yards are in every time. That's right. I guess I didn't that realize is. that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. So, Well, good for you, Lions fans. I'm Seriously, as much as this was about Goff and Stafford and all that... This was about Lions fans. I mean, the players were, like, astonished. It was like it exceeded their expectations. Not just the noise, but the chanting and the, the festive atmosphere. Um, and you got a couple of false starts out of it, too. Good job. Good job by you. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job by everybody here, including us, including you. I have so much to write still. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Let's say goodbye, then. For well, Joe. I'm Justin. Stick to trade news for all your Lions coverage. Ow!